The GSA is finally ready to begin a formal transition, but in the final days of his presidency, the president is pardoning those who helped him. This is Politics Politics, and you're listening to the week of 11 2020. This is Politics Schmaltics. Politics always. I hope you had a nice Thanksgiving. Um, it will be a one to remember in the future. And so let's begin. The Trump campaign might have not accepted defeat, but the GSA is ready to begin a formal transition. So basically, they're ready for to slowly begin um, the transition where Biden comes into the White House and Trump goes out. And they're ready to begin that. And so now Biden has access to the $6 million he should have had already. But transition was delayed, as I said. And it it just had to happen. Many states were verifying their votes. And it was getting to the level which it was just impossible for Trump to win. It was a smart decision. Uh, It saved a lot of time and it spared us from a lot of nonsense too. Um, So what what Trump's reaction, let's say, Trump's reaction to this was, you know, he said he was going to cooperate, but he says he's going to go full speed ahead with his legal cases. And the reason he really said this was to sort of console his supporters, you know? because his supporters are very fond of him, and he just needed to console them. Something to give them hope, even if, even though it's a false hope, but he just wanted to give them hope. Um, he said, if they'll, and then he said, um, when a reporter asked him, he said that if the Electoral College get says Biden's president, he'll go. But then just a day later, after saying that, he said that Biden can only really enter the White House if he can prove that it's ridiculous 80 million votes were not fraudulently or illegally obtained. So this is direct quote from quote. Um, And he tweeted that. So like, why? Why are you doing that? And so what Trump's trying to say is that he won't let Biden come to the White House as president if he can't prove if his votes weren't illegal. And they weren't illegal. That's the thing. There's not too much to prove. Like every news organization, except a couple of fake ones, like One American News, thinks that Biden won the presidency, you know? And everyone believes this. And how is Trump going to decide if Biden's lying or not? Is he going to have a rubric, a committee? Is he going to be the judge? He's just, it's, he can't do it, you know? It's too biased and it's too undemocratic and too unnatural. And he's just not supposed to be doing it. And Trump can leave the White House two ways, willfully or forcefully. He can be forced out of the White House or he can just go when he's supposed to. So he has two options, the easy way or the hard way. Later in the week, something else you might have seen that hit the headlines was that President Trump pardoned Michael Flynn. So the president has pardoned 29 people, and I'm not counting the turkeys, 
that he does every year for Thanksgiving. And it was Trump who actually fired him in the first place. So that was a bit weird. Um, so initially, when he was in court, um, Flynn, he admitted to all of his crimes. And he said he was lying to the FBI. Um, the thing that really the FBI got suspicious of him for was he was in contact with the Russian ambassador um, before 2016 ended. So Trump had just won the election. And that obviously raised some questions. And he lied to the vice president and FBI. So basically, all in all, that was that was the case. So uh, pretty much when he was going to be sentenced to jail time, the judge was ready. He fired his legal team and he rehired a new one, a better one. And so after that, he's sort of been trying to reverse everything he did. And he's like trying to lose the things that got on his mark. And so Trump has always been nicer to Flynn. He's been uh, nicer to him, particularly because other people he fired, he hasn't been as kind, but he's always been more kind to Flynn. Flynn has been a person Trump had used in his rallies to sort of motivate the crowd. And Flynn had been a big figure. Um, Many people had already anticipated his pardon, but Trump did it uh, about a day before Thanksgiving. And he tweeted, um, uh, like, uh, now I know for sure that the Flynn family will have a great Thanksgiving. And, of course, Republicans were extremely happy by this choice. And the Democrats weren't as happy they thought it was an abuse of his power uh, and he you he pardons many people who he's close with like we saw roger stone who he also partially pardoned um so yeah technically it is an abuse of his power he shouldn't do it but he has the ability to and he might just have the ability to pardon himself not entirely but somewhat from his all the taxes that he owes over 600 million he won't share it he says he's going to but he never does so he just uses his pardoning way too much and it's not great at all some other key events this week was the Supreme Court had another case and it was religious groups versus Governor Andrew Cuomo of New York. And so basically the argument was that you were allowed to go for unnecessary shopping. Like you could go shopping for a brand new phone, some new clothes, and it's not grocery shopping. And you're allowed to do that. But you're not allowed to go to church, synagogue, mosque, you know, places of worship, all in all. And so that was their argument. And they wanted to let people in New York be able to go to church, synagogues, mosques, places of worship in general. And um, Chief Justice John Roberts, um, he said he thought no, he said that um, he thought that Governor Andrew Cuomo had done his best and that his regulations are correct. Um, but eventually he was outvoted five to four. And it shows. And, and, you know, all of Trump's appointees were on one side and all of the others were on another side. So it was a that just showed how Trump's appointees have an impact on the Supreme Court all in all. 
And another thing is, um, there I talked about it a couple of weeks ago, I'm pretty sure, and it was on Kamala Harris's empty seat. And so many Californians want to see their first Latino senator because California, I mean, yeah, California is a humongous Latino population, population. Yes. And um, yeah, California is a humongous state. It is a population of about 40 million people. Um, Some people also want to see a black female in the Senate position, as Kamala Harris was. And it's very divided and everybody has strong opinions. But this decision will really, really affect Governor um, Newsom's career. So he was spotted a couple of days ago at French Laundry Restaurant. I'm pretty sure that's what it called. That's what it's called. And he was there at a party and it was formal and French laundry restaurant is very like upstate. You know, it's very expensive four times the average restaurant and no social distancing at all. And people say that they were outside, but some people say that they closed the sliding glass doors because they were making too much noise. And so this is a really big stain on his career and it just depends more than ever on who he picks because it might give him a popularity gain because he's lost a lot of popularity and and it's a bad stain on his reputation by attending that party and so that was pretty much it for this week I hope you enjoyed it. But before we leave, I just I just want to include one short story. Um, Biden is bringing back animals to the White House. It was a tradition um, until Trump came into the White House and he didn't really have any animals. And so Biden has a German shepherd in which he made a deal with his wife that if he won the vice presidency, he would get one. A second he had rescued later on. And now he may be getting a cat now into the White House, too. So he has three animals, uh, pets. And so, yeah, that's it's pretty nice. He's continuing the tradition. And let's see how they go. Um, so this was this week's episode, pretty much. Um, feel free to send me feedback on the with the email that I have on my website. Also feel free to join the mailing list. Just um, use that email and give, send me an email saying the email you want to use for the mailing list. We won't give you any unnecessary emails, just alerts um, for every time an episode comes. And yeah, this was politics, politics week of 11, 22, 2020. You were listening to Politics Schmaltics and see you next week. <laughs>